Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about income disparities, and particularly in relationships. But let's dive into the quickie. Is it best to start a business venture with your spouse or both of you start to competing businesses. I like the idea personally of starting two separate businesses competing in the same industry. Why? To me, it's clear. If you have one business, for example, with 50 clients, think of having two separate businesses competing in the same lane or industry with now a hundred clients. Right? I call that winning. Hell, I call that dominating. You have double the amount of clients, possibly, and able to garner more of the market. To me, that is definitely a better situation. Additionally, you can use like similar resources. I won't say you can share them because obviously they're employees, but you can have where well, you can lean on different marketing strategies or the same marketing team that can produce for both companies, or you can use the, some of the same contractors in some cases. Um, and a lot of different resources you could share to cut down on administrative costs. Also, both businesses have, if they have like a slight different mission, but in the same lane, you may appeal to more, of a niche market in one direction, and then those who prefer something a little different, you can also appeal to those individuals. So for me, I think you can dominate, dominate in this kind of business environment if like both partners have their own separate business. I mean, also you think about people coming together, it's a lot of friction, especially when you both are trying to lead something together and one may have a different opinion. Now, granted, there are situations where you both may agree. But thinking about it, it and selfishly here, <laughs> you know, I would probably prefer to have my own business and have my partner have a similar business competing in the same environment. I, I hey, I think two for one, bringing on the money, bringing double the, the resources, or not double the resources, double the, 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 the possibilities out there. Um, that's winning to me. What do you guys think? Would you want to work with your partner, someone you're dating, your spouse? Or do you share the same idea that I share, having both of you have separate businesses, but in the same industry or similar lane? Let me know. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So in episode 31, Money Talk, Money Heist, I offer suggestions on short and long-term financial planning. After that episode, I started thinking about income from a relationship perspective. When you are single, 
there is not another human, obviously, standing in your way, making purchases or having reckless moments of financial misuse. It is up to you on whether you experience financial success or financial challenges. Now, granted, there are some external factors, maybe even competing factors that can prohibit you for achieving those successes. But ultimately, you control yourself, which means you can control your financial challenges or find ways to mitigate those challenges. So don't get me wrong. There's there are relationships where both partners are not financially savvy and that could lead to other issues as well. So I want to chat really more specifically about finances in this regard. Do you discuss finances with your partner? Someone you're dating? Is it a month into the dating? Or do you discuss finances after three months? Like when is that perfect time to discuss finances? I think having some idea of your partner's funds, financial background, near-term plans to me definitely should happen prior to someone getting engaged now that's a long time right i don't know if there's a a specified time but i do think having conversations about finances hell as early as possible to me is critical and most important Hmm, maybe not most important definitely up in the top three So when you are dating, there is a lot of unknowns there. And the earlier, the better of having financial conversations, I think helps everyone involved because you all need to be aware of potential financial issues in the short or long term that could affect the relationship. Let's think about this past dating. Hopefully you've had those conversations, but let's think about a past dating, right? And now you're your spouse, marriage, not you're married now. (laughs) So hopefully you've done all those things during the dating stage. So you are fully aware, but if not, there may be some potential problems down the road that that's unforeseen because you never had that conversation. So I think once, you know, just from the beginning, to be honest, you kind of sort of talking about money. So I think once you, You've been on a few dates. And again, there's no metrics out there. But if you've been on a few dates, I think it's right to discuss finances. I think really it's a must. It tells you all what your partner values in money. Just understanding of having these kind of conversations. They provide examples. You provide examples. You can glean a little bit more into what that individual values. So the era, the era I should say, of when talking about money is considered taboo in my opinion is over and it should be over it should have never started but it's it's over so talking about money should happen early and often money should come up in our lives or money shows up i should say in our lives every step of the way as something that appears on the surface you know may lead to a problem later on if not fully understood but usually it reveals something deeper about the person in our life that needs to change. That is what you kind of sort of want to glean out of 
having these conversations? Is this something pervasive or something that can be easily fixed? Or I'm seeing a pattern of danger. Alert, alert, get the hell out of here. Um, so I, I looked up some uh, some statistics here while well, I was trying to at least and try to find something that 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 correlates. What I was able to find was 78% of couples who talk about money every week say that they were happy. And I think that's a pretty good number. And we all know that most relationships, and I'm not just talking about romantic relationships, friend relationships, family relationships. And I've said this before on the podcast, money is the number one issue that, that's, that leads to the end of those relationships. Money is always an issue. And so why do we avoid it? If it's always the issue, it's it's like interesting, like the elephant in a room, but we have, we refuse to discuss it. So I'm saying, no, we discuss it day one. Day one, you have that conversation. But I can say you got to have a little tack with it. <laughs> so, but there are different type of money conversations that you might want to consider. They're different depending on the stage of your relationship. Right in the beginning, it's more surfacey. You kind of sort of want to ask for examples. You just have a general conversation, but you're also trying to obtain information at the same time without prying into a person's personal background. Right, you just met them, right? So you don't want to go too far, but you kind of sort of want to know. Definitely don't want to ask the question directly. You kind of want to find out through situation or through examples how they handle different things. So. I have some tips. These are my tips. Some ideas that I have. Um, like when you're on your first date, guess what? Money comes up. You may not think about it, but who's paying? Right? So that's a, that's a question. That's your first indication. Not to say it's a bad indication. It's an indication, right? It's an, it's a metric, right? It's information to be used. So if you don't like that the person wants to not pay and, and you don't feel like the person or you feel the person should pay, hey, that's, I'll talk about assumptions in a minute. But when you are thinking about money, you have your own perspectives and that other individual who you're on a date with also have a perspective, right? And so in this case, in the beginning, you just want to fill it out. You don't have to have a person who will or will not pay for it. Just You just want to fill it out. Don't make any decisions at that point. Just understanding the other person. So some of you might not know, but you are, again, discussing finances on your first date. Let's say you meet up at a Starbucks for coffee. Who's paying? Or if someone has an expectation of who's paying, right? It can get in the way, but you can glean that information from examples. And if someone says, oh, you know, I'll pay the other partner could say, oh, no, no, you know, I want to go half or we could pay separately or, you know, make this, make the decision together. That's, that's starting that conversation. It's perfect. I love it. Another example is, this is, this is a good one here, is how much you tip, right? So it's good to know how your partner values tipping for service. This to me is a good conversation starter as well. So like when I was in high school, I delivered pizza for Domino's. 
that began my appreciation for tipping. Hell, I understood it so much that I started dressing slightly different depending on the neighborhood I was delivering to. I would pop my collar or turn my hat backwards. Um, in some cases, yep, I even put earrings in. <laughs> All of that to increase my tip and it worked most of the time. It, I was appealing to the market, the niche market, if you will. Um, and hey, like I said, it worked. So some of the tips I think you guys can have in having conversations is, especially when it comes to relationships here, is, so I've been thinking like, so I guess it's a question you could really say out just as a general conversation starter is I've been thinking I want to try to build a monthly budget. Do you use one? So you're not directly asking the person, you're putting it back on you, but you're, you're inviting the other individual into the conversation. And you also want to see, does this person have a monthly budget? You know, so you want to have a really constructive conversation and see what that person's thought process is. And another question you can ask is, how much do you want to spend on a, like a, a getaway? If you guys are planning some kind of getaway, right? You've in this dating with an individual for a few months now and you guys decide to do like a little getaway how much do you want to spend like what is our budget you want to set there um should we save up for it like that those are the kind of conversations you want to have no assumptions here again i'll talk about assumptions in a minute what do you think about the stock market general conversation you can glean more from there by asking that open-ended question to see how much the other person understands or willing to share um and again with all with this type of questions you're not really asking like what they do or necessarily how much money they make it's just you understanding how they value money and how they value maybe even the process um, some other questions you can ask is how do you handle income disparities now so this is this is this is tricky here um does one partner pays for everything or contribute more if so what is the other partner doing what happens when one makes a significant more than the other I think right here is where you create a plan is really critical. So I do want to share some ideas here. This is, you know, things I've learned along the way to help understand how to navigate when one make more money than the other, but also how does one value money, right? Because the breadwinner may not be the one to always pay for everything. It just depends on how the other person values the money and what type of conversations you guys have had about money. Um, how was that individual raised to value money and what they feel is the best for the relationship? And this is not a gender norm type of conversation I'm having. It's not about the man pays for this and the woman pays for that. It's for me, if you notice, I, I mentioned partner throughout this conversation It because I'm thinking about two individuals coming together and coming up with an agreement. It's not about, oh, the man does this or the woman does that. 
and I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to those kind of norms. It's for me, it's whatever that those two individuals decide together. And it it shouldn't be looked at in as a a, a sexual way, right? It's not about uh, 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 well, I say sexual because a lot of times we put a male female um, connotation on things and we think of it gender as a sexual thing, but it's it's a gender, right? It's not sex. It's two different things. Um, sorry, that was a little tangent there, but so again, I want to share some some share some ideas in the in this area, especially about income disparities. So, like, agree to like the same. So I would just offer it like this: agree to the same percentage for expenses, or set a percent that both of you can be happy with. This may take some time. Hell, I think it would take multiple conversations, but to me, it is one hundred percent needed for a successful relationship. Having that conversation about who pays for the expenses. And how much each one of you pay? Is it 50-50 because one makes more money? Or no, it's not 50-50 because one makes more money. It's 50-50, I'm sorry. Is it 50-50 because we make the same or similar? But if, again, income disparities exist, do we still go 50-50? Or do we go some other percent versus another, right? That's, it's all subjective and dependent on the conversation that you both agree to. I'm sorry, depending on the conversations and the plan that you both agree to. Um, I also think self-reflection on your own personal finances is critical here. Because then once you've had like formulated a thought process or a topic, you can then talk to each other about that and often. Remember earlier I said assumptions? Look, you have to avoid it. You have to avoid assumptions. If you're talking about it often, then there should not be any assumptions, right? Often, often. Is it weekly? Is it bi-weekly? Often you are talking about finances and not talking about it in a way that I have a problem. You're talking about finances, understanding the world around you, talking about options. Oh, I heard this. This is a really good story. Did you hear about that as well? Or what about this strategy? I was thinking about that. You like this idea? often talking about it avoiding assumptions to be honest this seems like a no-brainer and to me it does but i think many struggle here you say no assumptions and the first thing they do is assume no assumptions means no assumptions <laughs> at all all the time you want to know ask that simple as they will say, dead ass. <laughs> so something I really have learned uh, personally is that the other person and their experiences with money, it is important to understand the tone of the conversation. If you're bringing up an example or you, you have a question about something, tone really matters. You don't want to appear as if you're an ex expert. You definitely don't want to appear as if you're attacking the other person. But remember, if you're having these conversations regularly, regularly, then there should be not any issues in that area. 
Also, if you're discussing money values often through regular conversations, then you already are winning. Seriously, you have to understand how your partner values money and what they value. Right? That's easy to, to, to discern here. Do they value clothes or food or technology? Right? Do they value going out? Do they value brunch concerts? What do they value? You can easily see that through their activities. Right? And so having a common understanding or understanding in general, I think it will definitely help. You don't have to share like the same value or values, but they definitely cannot be opposing either. Right? You are individuals at the end of the day, but it definitely needs to be something that is supportive of, of another congruent if if you will can't be contradictory to the other definitely i don't think that'll work all right so i've said this in many episodes on podcasts and i want to continue to express it the need to create a plan um so i know for some of you spontaneous folks out there you can achieve this to be honest you can but you have to create a plan. Even if this plan is like broad with little details, it is still a framework. But I think over time, you will still need to fill in that framework, fill in that plan and add some details. Planning is critical. I know not all of you think that way, but it is critical. Just some level of planning is very important. Also, Agree to basic norms. Now, this is critical. When you are out with friends or you're on a date night with your partner, it is important to already know what to expect. Like, do you prefer Dutch? Splits halfway. Or one agrees to pay because this one prefers to pay. That's just what this individual wants to do. Fine. As long as you guys talk about that ahead of time, whatever it is, just have a plan and agree to that plan. Again, you're talking about money conversations. You're talking about income and how you value money through stories and through constant dialogue about it. No one wants to be that, that embarrassing couple in public that can't get it together and confused on who's paying for what. Or someone purposely left their wallet at home because they assumed here we go that the other partner is paying for something right you already have that norm there it's built into the conversation so when you, you're again you're out it's a no-brainer you already know what to expect you already you know are prepared i should say um because you guys discussed it many times right and there's nothing wrong with however you agree to your plan you don't have to feel a certain way because you're in an environment where friends are doing it one way, but you and your partner is doing it differently. doesn't matter. It's just your relationship and how you value the, the norm and how you value money in that situation. So look, money isn't the only value here, and I get it. Um, like doing dishes or chores around a home, maintenance around a home, I think that is definitely critical, but it's not that episode. This episode is about income. And so when you think about people out there in your relationships and you have income disparities and i'm talking about like it's a it's a pretty hmm, sizable percentage of a disparity like 
how do you handle that do you, again all the questions i asked earlier how do you handle it in your relationship um i think the most important piece is having a conversation about it often through the use of examples so this was fun friends um so until next week remember positive energy leads to positive vibes don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining no pants required can be found on google podcast or wherever you get your favorite podcast peace Thank you.